BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all and live your best life. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, I am talking to influencer and wellness aficionado, wellness devotee, as you'll hear in this episode, Alyssa Lynch. And we are diving into so many trends and just the crazy things that we do for wellness. And I absolutely adore her because she is super self-aware, which is not very common in this industry. She's open, she's genuine and insightful, and just an all-around delight. I actually texted her after we recorded, after I listened back to that episode, and I was like, you are like really just delightful. Um, So in this episode, we talk about her experience with disordered eating and exercise. She gets very open about that. We talk about how she learned to feel good in a healthy way, how she deals with stress and anxiety, her best bloating tips. I know you guys, a lot of you guys follow her because of her openness around that. And she talks about how to shift from rigidity to a more intuitive approach with wellness. And then we take on different wellness trends and talk about our experience, our opinions on them. So we talk about intermittent fasting, um, celery juice, food combining, colonics, coffee enemas. And then of course, I had to ask her about her approach to beauty, Botox, filler, all of that. So we talk about that towards the end of the episode. And it's just a fun kind of girl talk, lighthearted conversation. But she also does bring a lot of depth to it as well. So enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome, Alyssa. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. We did it. We're finally here. <laughs> high five. Zoom high five. I'm so proud of us. We've been trying to do this since like May and just for whatever reason, one thing after another kept coming up, but we're here now. Everybody was back then so excited that you were coming on. So we're going to just surprise them with it like mid-August and <laughs> than never. Yeah. And we're just going to get into all the wellness things. So I had people send in like wellness trends and questions that they had over on Instagram and we'll talk about those. But to begin, I would just love to talk to you about your own journey with wellness. You've been very open about like your struggles and your triumphs. So maybe you can just tell the audience a little bit about yourself and a little bit about like your experience where you were and where you are now. Yeah, for sure. Well, obviously I want to keep it kind of short because I could go on forever, but 
I grew up a dancer, so like super active and always kind of, you know, somewhat in the performing arts and moved into acting. And like, obviously when I quit dance, I, you know, wasn't as active anymore. And that was always kind of something that I realized I thrived when I was like being active. And so I kind of started to work out, but I really couldn't find like my thing. And so I struggled a lot with like feeling good in my, like in my own body. Um, And I think there's just like such a fine line between like, you know, being obsessed with like losing weight or looking a certain way, but there, and then there's also this like feeling of like, no, I just like, don't feel good in my body. Like, I don't feel good at this weight. I don't. And I think that that's okay to say too. It's just like, now there's all of these triggering words that you're just like, when you express yourself, sometimes people take it in a a different way and it kind of starts to confuse you. So I went through so many times where I was like, kind of listening to other people's opinions on what I was saying and believing them. And I feel like I finally literally just like over the past year or two have like realized that I can't listen to anybody else's opinions on the way I'm kind of articulating how I feel and my journey. It's like, I hate that word. Me too. And I haven't found a good replacement. I don't there know. Is. We just, we have to live with it. It's the yeah. same thing influencer. There's no (laughs) other word. Um, but yeah, so I think like, obviously I did struggle at, um, certain times for sure. And I think I just had to go through what I went through in order to get to the place to be like, okay, we've checked all of those things off the list. And now we know where we stand and now we know how to feel good without you know, doing it in an unhealthy way. But I do think that because I was kind of always, whether it was on camera or because of acting, my past with acting or, you know, modeling a little here and there, there's obviously such a pressure to look a certain way. And when it comes down to it, my stress levels and anxiety levels would always come down to me wanting to like control something. And the only thing I knew what to control was the way I kind of like looked or like eating or, or exercise. So that's kind of what I would turn to. And I think just now with like getting older, I've just figured out how to do those things and love obsessing still over food and exercise. But not in like a, I just want to control this in just like a, I want to do this because it makes me feel real good. Mm -hmm. People always ask me and a lot of people sent in questions for you about this, like how to go from a place of like rigidity and structure around things like diet and exercise and come to a more intuitive place. And I always really struggle with giving any kind of advice or tips because I personally had to get to a place where like I could not keep doing what I was doing because I could not function. Like I had to hit a rock bottom with my own um, approach to it in order to like be willing to make a change and lean more into like an intuitive mindset around it. But did you have an experience like that? Or do you have any tips for anybody who might be struggling on like how they can shift from being more rigid and structured and controlling around that to being more gentle with themselves. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but like, I genuinely think like whatever your form of meditation is, I just think that that to start there is 
so like life-changing because you really just like tune in and like to be able to like listen to your body and like figure out what actually matters. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's just like, then you realize like, oh my gosh, I've been obsessing over what I'm going to have for lunch. When like, I just sat with myself for 15 minutes and realized that like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Like, let's go live life. I'm so grateful. And I think like, for example, I just got sick, you know, I got Mm -hmm. sick like everybody else right now and had to quarantine for two weeks. And, um, when your body's not like capable of tasting, smelling and, um, working out like you normally do, it really puts into perspective, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm just going to be so grateful to just like go on a walk and move and stuff like that. So I think like taking those situations and just like sitting, I just think like sitting with yourself and meditating on that. Since this is a wellness episode and we are talking tips and trends, let's dive into sexual wellness. This is still not really talked about in this space, but it should be because sexual intimacy is good for you, solo or with a partner. It invokes joy, nurtures well-being, it seriously helps with anxiety, or maybe that's just me. It definitely gives you that glow. It helps to support sleep, boost your mood. The benefits are endless. It's basically science, but unfortunately, so many women, actually approximately 75% experience some kind of pain or discomfort, but Foria Wellness is here to help. So I love their intimacy line because they use all natural ingredients, organic broad spectrum CBD and ingredients like kava to make sex more enjoyable and relieve tension and discomfort. So my favorite that you guys seriously need to try is the Awaken Arousal Oil. Think of it like your ultimate pleasure pregame. It is made with broad spectrum CBD and nine plant-based aphrodisiacs that work with the body to enhance pleasure and arousal and ease discomfort. They also have an amazing sex oil. They all smell so good, by the way, and other really incredible products. So make sure you go check them out. And Foria is offering a special deal for you guys. You can get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash blonde or use the code blonde at checkout. So that's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E for 20% off your first order. And again, I really recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and thank me later. Alyssa and I both love meditation as we talk about in this episode, but I know it can be so overwhelming to start and Headspace is the perfect place to build your meditation practice. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be intimidating. You don't have to sit in silence. There are so many different types that can be beneficial. So Headspace has a massive library with all kinds of guided meditations from one to three minute breathing meditations to a 10 minute letting go of stress one that I love. They have three to 10 minute sleep meditations and longer ones, which are great too, which I actually used a lot in Greece. And one of my personal favorites, the three minute SOS meditation for when I'm freaking out. Headspace's approach is advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research, and it can seriously help to reduce stress, improve sleep, 
boost focus and improve your overall sense of well-being. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. So you deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash blonde for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is such a good deal. So make sure you head over there and check it out. It's headspace.com slash blonde and you can get started today. What's up, family? We are Terrell and Jarius, the host of Let's, Let's Go, Go there, there, where we will, in fact, go there every single week. Every Wednesday in this podcast, no topics are off limits for us. We will be pushing ourselves and you to see different perspectives, challenging what you think you know, and have fun all at the same time. So listen, I want you guys to go ahead and buckle up because going there is going to be the ride of your life. See you guys next week. It's so hard because we're so inundated now with like perfection and comparing ourselves to other people. And it really does change your perspective when you go through something like that. But it's so hard to hold on to that, you know, like you'll remember it for a month and then you go back to where you were. But I'm in recovery and there's such a big emphasis on service and recovery, like constantly helping other people who are worse off than you. And I think that's like a sustainable way to always feel that gratitude for what you do have and what you can do. Um, But it's like a daily struggle. Like you have to remind yourself and find things that you can do. Another thing that I've noticed at least, like it's interesting that you said in the past year, you feel like you've really like come to know yourself and understand yourself. And just from an objective point of view, from a follower, like it seems like you are so comfortable and at peace with yourself now and you really exude that and you're just so genuine and it's hard to find that especially in influencers so how do you maintain that online i'm sure you deal with like negative feedback um but how do you stay true to yourself and just share openly and not adopt this persona that's so easy to do online well thank you for saying that um I do, you know, I was just actually talking to my trainer this morning about this. Uh, There's so much like perfectionism in, you know, this world of social media. And like, you can just like sit there and like nitpick yourself apart. And I do think I lucked out um, starting off in the acting world, I will say, because it's just like, you have no control over that. And you just have to give it your all and see what happens. Like you can't just edit yourself. It's like Mm -hmm. all they're doing. And so I think I let go of that control. And so I've, I've always been pretty good with that, but in the last year or however long it's been since I've felt so comfortable with myself, I, I will say, I do think it's the people I surround myself with. Like I really truly found my, my people in the last like year, And it was hard. It took some time because like I'm not from L.A. and I don't have family here. And for the first few years, I definitely wasn't hanging around people who and they're great people. They just weren't people who I felt like I could be my uttermost self around. So now that I found that, it's just like when you can be like unapologetically yourself every day and not feel any judgment. I mean, I know some people are born like that, but I am so not like if I feel judgment from people around me, I like want to curl up in a ball. So 
yeah, I think that that's really helped. How do you deal with anxiety? Oh man. I mean, it's, I really wish I could find that answer fully. (laughs) I haven't figured that out completely, but I will say the tools that I've like started to introduce in my life have immensely helped, whether that's like CBD products for sure. And then just like a morning and night routine. I'm not actually very good at the night routine. I will say I'm still like flicking through my phone and it's not adding to the anxiety at all, but the morning routine for sure has like immensely changed my life. And even if it's like, I'm traveling, I know how to like do it. I don't need a 30 minute morning routine. I do it in five minutes, but yeah, I, I get like gnarly anxiety in like my stomach. I feel it all in my stomach and I start to get like stomach aches and just feel so uncomfortable. So I think like breathing exercises have helped meditation, the morning routine. Yeah. Okay. Now you have to drop your morning routine. (laughs) You share it a lot on Instagram, but let's break it down for everybody. So I wake up and I chug like half of a, what is this? Half a gallon of water, maybe, maybe a little less than that. I chug a lot of water and then I make coffee and ice roll my face. Cause I get so puffy. Um, while I'm ice rolling my face, I write in my gratitude journal <laughs> And then I kind of write in like my planner, just like my daily goals, what I want to do so I can like visualize it. And then I take my vitamins and put on workout clothes and go and work out. What about your night routine? Well, ideally my (laughs) night routine would be like, put my phone away. I make calm magnesium. I put the calm magnesium supplement in my hot water and I drink that every night. That's a blessing. I take my girl wellness supplements before bed. Those are also a blessing. And yeah. And then I take CBD nighttime gummies, also a blessing. And I do um, smoke my doses pen before bed. Uh, My dose. Oh, you don't know what a doses pen is? uh -uh. Well, it has THC in it, but it's, okay. um, it is a, yeah, like a hybrid between a CBD and THC pen. I'm really honestly not very good with THC and like any type of drug, but I just struggled with insane insomnia for like two or three years that I actually worked with dosis and I was only using like just the purely CBD pen and it was starting to work. And then they sent me one of their ones with THC. And I was like, I don't think I felt tired in three years. This is incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, you got to do what you got to do. There's nothing worse than insomnia, nothing worse than not sleeping. This does some damage to like your overall well-being. I was... I was like going through a a breakup that was like pretty sudden and I didn't necessarily, I wouldn't say that depression was like that came out of it. I'm grateful to say I've never struggled with 
depression, but the anxiety that just, I think I was on this like adrenaline kick of like, okay, like I'm independent. I'm going to get my life together that like, yeah, sleep was just not happening in my life. (laughs) It is the worst and it magnifies everything. Like I'm usually a pretty good sleeper, but I also have my things. Like sometimes I'll do CBD. I always do magnesium. Melatonin like gives me a hangover. I don't know why it never used to. And then I took five milligrams a few weeks ago and I woke up and I was like, holy shit, worst headache, felt so hungover. But I have like my unwind stuff that I do. But I recently got an IUD. I had it for a week because I couldn't handle it. But it like jacked me up so much. So I was not sleeping. And it was like my whole life unraveled in a week. Like it's crazy. (laughs) Hormones are like gnarly. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like staring at my boyfriend and I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Men could never. Oh <laughs> could you imagine if they had like the emotional roller coaster that we have to deal with? Oh like the highs and the lows. Seriously. Would not happen. Okay. You're also very open about your digestive issues and when things are going well. So what are some of your best bloating tips? Oh, well, I truly do feel like I've just nailed this down now because of, you know, the amount of research and trying everything out. Obviously, I mean, I'm just going to get real personal too. Um, I, and I don't even know if I've ever like admitted this, um, but I do colonics and I like absolutely love them. I think that they've just saved me. I try not to do them too often because I like don't want my body to rely on that. Mm-hmm. But once a month I do a colonic and I also take, I think the magnesium has been the main game changer. However, I was using one supplement. It's called like Mago seven. And I think it was doing more damage than good to be honest. Cause every, like I couldn't go without it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I just use the my girl wellness magnesium supplements before bed. Those are amazing. I mean, I will literally put essential oils all over my stomach and start massaging in an L shape. And that's like, or like sit against the bed, do the bed sit thing that helps a lot. And like, I think drinking water is so underrated with digestion. Like, and I don't mean just like, Oh, have you drank enough water today? But like waking up and the first thing you do is just drink a lot of water. Like that was something that I realized was such a game changer. Mm -hmm. I was working with a nutritionist a few years ago when my gut was like so fucked, like just such a mess. And he was like, first thing you do when you wake up is drink half your body weight in ounces in water. And it seems like such a simple thing, but like it made such a big difference. And it really does affect everything like your appetite, not saying it's like an appetite suppressant, but you hear people say like, maybe you're just thirsty, you're not hungry. And I find that like, if I'm drinking enough water, obviously I'm still eating like my three meals a day, snacks, whatever, but I don't have those like crazy cravings and like blood sugar dips and spikes and all of that. Cause you're just kind of like at a more, I don't know. Exactly. It's not like erratic and all over the place. And I also started taking magnesium a few months ago and it was like, like 
that was the key that my body was missing. That's what it felt like from like sleep and like muscle recovery. And I feel like it helps with anxiety, um, helps with digestion, all of that. It really does. Yeah. A miracle. It's a miracle. (laughs) What is the craziest thing you've ever done in the name of wellness? A coffee enema. (laughs) I think that's the weirdest one. Okay, tell everyone what that is. (laughs) Okay, a coffee enema is like similar to a colonic, I guess, but um, you pretty much fill a bag with this like particular coffee and there's a tube hooked up to it and you stick the tube up your ass and Mm -hmm. the coffee goes into your body and then you hold it for as long as you can. And once you need to burst, you let it all go and everything kind of flushes out of your colon. And I had never done one before. You know, I do colonics, but I don't, I obviously just like sit on a bed and like, she just does it for me. And I Mm -hmm. sit there, but when quarantine hit, everything shut down. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like my colonic place is closed. What am I going to do? And, you know, I follow so many wellness people and they're all about coffee enemas. And so I ordered one on Amazon and like, thank goodness, like my boyfriend and I moved in together a week before quarantine hit. Uh And oh my gosh, thank goodness we have two bathrooms, but still he like was like, what are you doing? And I was like, (laughs) you like, can't come onto this side of the apartment for like a minute. And like, just don't ask me any questions. Don't know. And he like looked at, he's like, what is that? What, what are you doing? And I was like, no, just don't ask any questions. He's like, okay, I'm like leaving. I don't want anything to do with this, but yeah, I did it. And I was honestly like, this is just so strange. I don't know if I'm going to do this again. I haven't done it since. What is the coffee? What's the purpose of the coffee? Do you know? I mean, I know I've seen people like, I think Vanessa Fitzgerald, she's really into them, right? Like bees, honey. Yes. That's what I see actually for, um, she's like my herbalist or whatever. Uh (laughs) Um, But yeah, so many of them are into it. I just don't like the routine of it. Like people are like, it's like relaxing and it's nice. I'm like, I the aesthetic of like having a tube <laughs> hanging from my shower and then me like sitting in the bathtub. It's just <laughs> um, but I think the coffee is able to like cleanse the colon properly. So it really just like gets all the toxins out of there. And I mean, it worked. All right. As Justin, your boyfriend, has he adopted any of your wellness habits? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Here's the thing, maybe, probably, but like when we started dating and still we are the complete opposite. Like this kid is in and out Chick-fil-A, just, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want like extra spirulina and my smoothie. And I want to like, you know, my ideal day is like farmer's market and then like yoga And the cool thing is, is he's like so open-minded. So like, I remember when we first started dating, he also gets really addicted to things. He came and tried hot yoga with me and actually loved it and ended up doing it for 30 days straight every single day. That's pretty impressive. 
he hasn't done it since. Oh. So it goes through like waves of like liking things and doing things. But so, yeah, I think like certain things I do. I mean, he's now addicted to the matcha air one little things like that, but like he's still um, an in and out Chick-fil-A lover at heart. So I found with Chuck and if you listen to my podcast, I'm sure you've heard this. It's like in the beginning, I tried changing everything about his lifestyle. And I was like, I don't know, you're not eating that. You're not eating this. I was like the lifestyle police. And I always say like, no one wants to be the lifestyle police. Like it's not sexy, you know? So I realized that the only thing I can really do is add things. So I like add a green juice to his morning and like add some vegetables at dinner, like just do little things where I can be like, let's go for a walk, like that kind of thing. 1000%. I think that's so true. I mean, especially because no offense, but a lot of guys are like kids (laughs) and like they are and like, no matter how old they are, trust me. (laughs) Exactly. And I, um, yeah. And I don't know if some people say like, he Justin's a Taurus and apparently Tauruses are really stubborn and like he really is. So I sometimes will even like mentally trick him. And I'm like, no, you can't have that last poppy, like the, the drink. I'm like, that's mine. And he's like, oh, but I really want it. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, you can have it now. He's addicted to poppy (laughs) and like, hasn't had a Coca-Cola since like probably I started dating him, which is crazy because that's what we drank before. But I think too, like as um, we get older, um, he like is realizing that that's like, you know, something that's important to take care of. So it's cool to like kind of see him make those like little changes. A wellness hack that I absolutely swear by is having fresh meals on hand, especially when life gets super busy. And my favorite is, of course, Saqqara. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what we eat. They have organic, ready-to-eat meals made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and the menu is crafted by chefs weekly, so you will never get bored. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all made with ingredients designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing and this week's menu so good they have superfood muffins plant-based burgers plant-based pasta bolognese my favorite granola my other favorite they have a pistachio mousse they have salads flatbreads dumplings just so much variety you're never going to feel like you're eating the same thing over and over again also along with delicious plant-rich meals Saqqara offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. So right now, Saqqara is offering you guys 20% off your first order if you go to saqqara.com slash blondefiles and enter the code blondefiles20 at checkout. So that's S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash B-L-O N-D-E-F-I-L-E-S. And the code is blondefiles20 for 20% off your first order. 
I don't know if anyone else has been experiencing this, but I have been finding it a little challenging to get used to life returning to some semblance of normal. I think after so long doing everything from home, getting back out there has been hard at times. And I've personally experienced heightened anxiety, which I've talked about on this show and on my Instagram. I've also talked about it with my friends and my husband and confidants. I do all the wellness things, but ultimately what is most helpful for me is therapy. So if you're looking for someone to talk to, if you're looking to start therapy, I cannot recommend it enough. And Talkspace is the perfect place to begin, especially now since they are fully digital. Talkspace makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. You can even start messaging your therapist the same day that you sign up. So whether you're dealing with depression, anxiety, or other problems, relationship problems, and more, Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform to help you sort through any issue. They have thousands of licensed therapists and experts in dozens of specialties. So you can start feeling better with a single message. You can match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and they are offering $100 off your first month with the promo code BLONDE. That's B-L-O-N-D-E. That is such an amazing deal. Again, that's $100 off if you use the code BLONDE at Talkspace.com. Okay, let's get into the questions that everybody had. So we're just going to kind of talk about our experience or our thoughts on different wellness trends. So what are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? Have you tried it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think I intermittent fast, like not necessarily on purpose for like a couple of years. I did feel incredible. <laughs> I would just honestly, this was when I wasn't sleeping very well though. And I would just wake up and kind of not feel very great from not having the best sleep. So eating was kind of the last thing I was thinking about. All I wanted was coffee. And I was just on this adrenaline rush of like, go, go, go. I will say though, uh, it did not do well with my hormones and, you know, a few, it might've felt great intermittent fasting during the time, but fast forward to a couple years later. And I just, for me personally, don't think it was worth it because it caused some damage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tried doing it myself and I noticed that like when I tried to do it, it was very hard. So like if I stopped eating at six or seven in the morning, I would do okay until nine or 10. And then I would be starving and like stressed and I got really bloated and it was like such a stressor, I think on my body. And then naturally just kind of in the last year, I think with quarantine, we started eating so early. Yeah. <laughs> like like five thirty is late for us. Like we're eating at five o'clock yeah. nightly. And then I have my dessert and I'm done by like six. So like, I really don't eat until 10 or 11 the next morning. So that's like yeah. kind of intermittent fasting. Um, but I think and I've always said this, like, I feel, I think that if it's hard and it doesn't feel natural, don't do it. It's just adding more stress, which yeah. is the opposite effect. I mean, yeah. and that's the stress levels are what screw up the hormone levels. Right. So, yeah. 
You'll always hear people like, this is the thing with the wellness world is there's always the two camps, right? There's the camp that says like intermittent fasting is the best thing for hormones and PCOS. And then there's the complete opposite who say like, no, this is terrible. And there's not a lot of in between. But I remember when I worked with a nutritionist, he said like, he kind of said the same thing. He's like, if it feels hard and like you're getting really stressed about it, don't do it because that's going to have a trickle down effect on your hormones. I agree. Yeah. Uh, okay. Food combining. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something to be honest, like I, to be honest, I kind of wish I could do it because I completely understand it. Like it's, it sounds amazing. Like I, I get it when I'm reading about it. And when I've been on vacation and say like somewhere like Hawaii or somewhere tropical, I unintentionally feel like I kind of do it because I'm just kind of like fruit first and like just eating fruit, lots of hydrating things, and then having like a cooked meal at dinner or whatever. And I feel great, Mm -hmm. but I just love food so much. And I love what I love that like setting those rules is just so lame to me. (laughs) (laughs) I love your love for food too. Like I love seeing, (laughs) I love seeing like, I don't know. I just love seeing people that are passionate about it. But also, you know, it's funny when you see someone like you, like I think somebody would look at a picture of you and be like, oh, she doesn't eat at all. So I love like how much you love it. Oh, I love it. Like how could you do food combining when like nowhere bakery is literally in your face and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to save that for dessert. No, like I'm eating it for breakfast. No, I know. And I feel like I know you love your mush and your midday squares and nowhere bakery. I feel like I've had so many experts on the show and I've always asked all of them, dietitians and doctors about food combining. And they've all said like, there's no validity to it. Mm -hmm. I think maybe, and that's not to discount someone's experience. Like I feel like if somebody feels like they feel so good doing it, then great. But I also feel like it's not this panacea where like if you're having digestive issues or you're trying to lose weight or whatever, like it's because you're not food combining. Yeah, no. (laughs) I think like, you know, people just need to try different things and see what works for them. Okay, we talked about enemas. Okay, this is going to be a controversial one. Coffee versus matcha. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been getting this question since my collab with Erwan just came out and I came out with a matcha drink and I feel like some people are like, wait, why wouldn't you come out with a coffee drink? (laughs) Um, Because coffee is, this is what I say. I say coffee is my first love and I'm in an open relationship with coffee and I'm just having a summer fling with matcha right now, but I drink coffee every morning and I have to start my day like that. Um, I don't need to have matcha every day. I need to have coffee every day, but matcha for me is like a nice afternoon pick me up because I do feel like the caffeine effects are a little bit different from both. And I like having a mat, like I can drink my coffee black, but I like like a matcha latte as kind of like an afternoon treat. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of the opposite. Like I need to have my matcha every day. And then the coffee is like a a little treat for me. But I posted about coffee last week and people were like, I thought you didn't drink coffee, like freaking out. (laughs) And I was like, 
my God. Sometimes I do. I don't know. Yeah. It just depends. Like I got to a place with coffee a few years ago. And I think this is why people reacted like that, where I could not drink it because it made me like too jittery and like amped up in the morning. And my stomach was would get upset. Um, and so I had to stop for like two years. And yeah. then I was able to reintroduce it. And it's like anything, like you go through phases and find mm-hmm. what works for you. Definitely. I mean, I've done the same thing. I also think finding a good quality coffee mm-hmm. is a game changer because sometimes I'll like, I don't know, we where were, we were just in the middle of nowhere and I got like a coffee from like a gas station or something. And like the anxiety I felt after. <laughs> and I was like, why do I feel this way? And I was like, probably because I had, like I'm used to having like low acidic, you know, organic mm-hmm. coffee. And this was not that. This was some 7-Eleven stuff. So mm-hmm. I think now like that could kind of be a helpful thing to take into. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm really anxious, I can't do coffee because it just is too quick of like a, Mm. like an amp up. But that's why the matcha is so great because it has L-theanine in it. And the L-theanine is like, I don't know if it's an amino acid, but it helps you feel rested. And then the caffeine makes you feel alert. So it's this very like calm alertness. And actually when I was in Greece, I talked about this on my last podcast, but I was like not sleeping the first few days and I had the worst anxiety because if I don't sleep, I'm like, I just can't even function. And I went to this pharmacy and I got just L-theanine there, like just the supplement. And I took 300 milligrams in the morning and it was like, like it cured my anxiety. It was crazy. Yes. So wow. I know they, they put that in a lot of like, it makes sense. They put in a lot of like pre-workouts and stuff, probably mm-hmm. because if they didn't have that in the pre-workouts, you're just your anxiety would be through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have it in a lot of like nighttime supplements and stuff now, I think, but it was amazing. I mean, obviously like I'm sure different things work for different people and like it might not work for somebody else. But I took two in the morning and then did my meditation. And then once I was done, I was like, good to go. I noted. Hot tip for you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Celery juice. Okay. Another thing. (laughs) I, (laughs) another thing that I think is incredible. My friends swear by it, especially I will say, I feel like sometimes it's hard to know when you do all of these health and wellness things, like what's actually working and not, especially if there's no kind of like exterior, for example, my friends who suffer with a lot of acne, celery juice has helped them so much because, you know, acne can be a sign of like what's going on in the insides. And then once they started to do celery juice, their acne started to clear up. And I always say to them, like, well, I don't have acne to see if like that's, actually helping. And I love coffee so much, like at my morning routine that like drinking something like a vegetable and a cold vegetable in the morning is so not appetizing to me. But if I feel absolutely like terrible and like my gut's really acting up, then, you know, I'm all for trying it and seeing if it works. (laughs) I'm with you. I tried it and I was like, I cannot stomach this. I mean, I look forward to my matcha or my coffee or whatever in the morning. Like I get excited for it at night and it's my favorite thing Mm -hmm. in the morning. It's like first thing, make my drink and then like do my meditation and just enjoy it. 
Celery juice was not enjoyable to me, but if it works again, that's one of those things I feel like kind of similar to food combining where like the science around it is a little questionable, but anecdotally, so many people feel like it's really helped them. So I'm happy for them. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, Lymphatic drainage. Oh, love it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like, oh my gosh, I'm actually like, speaking of lymphatic drainage this week, I'm getting a lymphatic drainage facial massage and body massage Amazing, um, because obviously I was just a few days or it's been about a week since I was quarantining, but throughout that time, I obviously couldn't do all of my like wellness things. And then I'm going away, um, at the end of this week. So before I go, I just like want to get all of the wellness things in. And, um, I think it's just amazing. Like, especially, especially if you run as a puffy person like myself, um, and you just hold on to a lot, like, it's not even just like, if you believe in kind of like, you know, energy stuff, I just truly feel like I hold on to a lot of like energy. (laughs) And so when I get a lymphatic drainage massage, I feel like they just, you know, they just flush it all out. Mm -hmm. And I truly do pee like 3000 times after, and I'm so thirsty. And that just kind of like allows me to realize that it worked, you know? Yeah. I've always done it like post operatively. (laughs) So I did it. I'd never done it until I got... I think the first one that I did was after I got a lip lift and I was like so puffy here mm-hmm. and I didn't really know anything about it. And all of my swelling went away. Like in the first one, it was crazy. And then this last procedure that I did, the fat transfer, they did lipo in the stomach, like just a tiny bit yeah. um, to take the fat out and then to put it in your face. And so like super swollen in there, even though they only take a tiny amount, just like the trauma of it. And again, one got lymphatic and it was like night and day. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. It's so good. Wow. It is so good. I mean, I go to this girl who does lymphatic drainage, the facial sculpting. It's called like, I forget the actual name of the massage, but she actually puts her hands inside of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Buckle. She's buckle. Yeah. Yes. She's wearing, she's obviously wearing gloves, uh-huh. but oh my goodness, I left and I was like, I truly look like I just got a facelift. Yeah. It was incredible. And I, um, I go once a month now. It's the best. I mean, too, if, like for the TMJ and stuff like that, best feeling ever. Yeah. I went to this guy, John too, a couple of times and he does that he does but he also has like crazy machines and stuff but I would leave there literally looking like I got a facelift and fat transfer and just like we always laughed I was like make me snatcherella so he would like snatcherella the face like it was insane oh my goodness I need that yes all of that he's so good okay what are your thoughts on Botox and filler um I I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm honestly just like, if someone doesn't feel comfortable getting that, totally understand. That's great for them. But also like, I just, I mean, I think that it's like, great. It's, 
whatever makes you feel most confident. I've gotten both. I mean, I've only gotten lip filler once and I got like 0.4 of a syringe. And so I truly think it was just the swelling after. And then once that went away, I was like, okay, I don't think I got anything. And I, same with Botox, I got the tiniest bit, but before I felt like when I, if I ever said I was against either one of those, I was 23 and like, or 22 and like snatched and just glowing. And now that I'm like seeing like wrinkles and, you know, certain like alterations happening to my face naturally, I'm like, okay, it's time. Let's do it. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think, I think like the whole preventative thing with people doing it when they're like 18, 19, 20, even 21, 22, like that's so young. Like when you're that age, you have for the most part, really like elastic skin. You're very plump. Like you're not, maybe you have some lines, but they're not static. Like it's just your face moving. Yeah. I don't really understand the, um, preventative stuff either, because I think it just goes down a spiral of like trying to completely alter your face, Mm -hmm. um, from such a young age too. And it's like, oh my gosh, when you have no wrinkles and like a snatched glowing face, just hold on to that for as long. And, you know, because then you don't know, especially if you're doing filler from that young of an age, like, they say it goes away after four to six months, whatever, but they're finding more and more that like it actually sits in your tissue. Like even if the effect has gone away, like it's still there. So if you're going to do it your whole life, just think about what that's doing. I don't know. I started doing Botox like late 20s. And I felt like at that point it was preventative because at that age, I was starting to see like lines that were maybe not static, but they weren't really going away. And I had like sun damage and all of those things. So at that point, I felt like it was preventative because that's when it was starting to form and you can kind of stop it there a little bit. But like, yeah, when you're early 20s, you don't, you just need to enjoy it. (laughs) Seriously. Enjoy it. I wish we could tell all of the 18 year olds in LA that. I know. I know. Once it starts changing, it starts changing pretty fast. And you're like, oh, Why didn't I enjoy it when I was younger? Okay, this is for each of us. What is the one wellness hack that had the biggest impact on you? Mm, It's hard to narrow it down to one, you know? I honestly would say magnesium. I would say taking magnesium. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With you on that. I think that's like, yeah, like what we were saying before, like such an important supplement. I think for me, it would, be meditation. Yeah. It's a close second for me. Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like calming down the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And I think with meditation, like what you were saying earlier, we're so distracted and there's so much noise and you can go through the day and not be alone with yourself for one second. And mm-hmm. so if you're not quieting down and like sitting in stillness, at least for a minute, like, how are you going to know what's going on? You can't. It's so true. And like that post meditation feel like once you get into the groove of it too, and like can really focus on like your breath, it is like a buzz, like no other. And you just, oh, have you done breath work yet? Mm -hmm. I did. Um, I've done like a little bit of, is it Wim, Wim Hof? Mm-hmm. When I was like in Hawaii, this one time we would do it every morning in like a cold 
body of water. Oh my gosh. It was, it's, it's, it's like a high, like no other. Yeah. I feel like that combo meditation and then breath work. It's like, mm. whoa, seriously, <laughs> everyone needs to try it. Okay. So I was going to ask you, my closing question is always, what is one thing that you hope people will stop doing? And one thing that you think people should start doing? Maybe the start is taking magnesium. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in the wellness space, what's mm-hmm. one thing that they could start doing? One thing that could stop doing? Um, I think stop obsessing over what works for someone else or stop trying what works for everybody else and really just focus on what works for you. I know that's kind of sounds cliche, but it's just so true. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been one to just follow every single, I've gone through stages of trying to follow every single diet trend and like compare myself or like, Oh, well, if that's working for that person, that's the way I want to look, or that's the life I want to have. So I'm going to try that. It never works. Like it never, ever works. So I would say, yeah, stop doing that. And yeah, start taking magnesium and meditating. (laughs) I love it. Well, where can everybody find you and tell everyone about your matcha at Air One too. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, Alyssa Lynch, as well as YouTube, same my name. And um, yeah, I just came out with a matcha collab at Air One. So you can order Alyssa's Secret Matcha. And yeah, let me know what you think. (laughs) I'm going to get it maybe today. So I'm going to let you know what I think. (laughs) Sure, I'll love it. It tastes like a not too sweet cinnamon roll. Sold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. So fun. hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie.